Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous higher self and I, listeners. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are good. Hope you're having a lovely day. I am very excited to dive in today's to today's topic. Put my teeth back in before we begin, um, because it was very sought after. Now, I did a poll on my stories a while back, and quite a lot of them all got voted for. So I will be doing them all um, as we go along. However, this one was the most popular because I really do see it show up again and again when in the entrepreneur space and to be honest, in normal life as well. And that is how I moved out of victim mentality. And I want to change that title slightly to how I move out of victim mentality because it's still is a part of me. It still rears its ugly head sometimes. It still comes to visit me when it wants to protect me and keep me safe. And actually, I'm going to talk through both sides of that. So how I moved out of it, because on reflection, and when I started to learn about that part of me, when I started to learn about the subconscious programs around that, when I started to learn about the neural pathways that were holding on to victim mentality and why I did it, I started to see that it really was a pattern that was ingrained. It really was. It was something that I played out time and time again. So it was this really ingrained, strong neural pathway. And with the subconscious, it looks for the path of least resistance. It looks for that kind of easy go-to. And my easy go-to was the victim, playing the victim. And actually on reflection, like I said, going back through my performing arts career, back through kind of secondary school, there was a lot of times where that part of me, that victim part, and we're completely disassociating that from myself right now and forevermore, and I want you to do the same, that victim part came up to play a part of safety, to play a part of protecting me. And actually it was a detriment. It really was a detriment. And I really saw this most when I first started my business, probably about a year in, year and a half into the business. That's when it was the strongest. And it comes back every now and again, especially when you're up leveling so much. You know, I spend a lot of time doing work on myself to be able to do the up levels and have the up levels and hold the next amount of money that that I'm moving into. And it will come up because it's a part. It's a part that's trying to keep me safe. However, knowing what that looks like, knowing the behaviors, knowing the thoughts, knowing the feelings, knowing why it's showing up, then being able to do something with that, that's where the magic happens because yes, it could come back, but it literally can come back for a second, a minute, 10 minutes, and then I'm 
straight back into higher self back and actually trying to really navigate that was the hardest bit and that's hopefully what I'll get over in today's podcast episode so if you are enjoying it if you are having those ahas make sure you share it on Instagram I know a lot of entrepreneurs really struggle with the victim mentality and I want more people to hear how I got through it so it would help other people as well so the first thing that I really started to do was to get to know the victim Again, I want you to completely disassociate the victim thoughts, the victim behaviors, the victim feelings from you as a person, from me as Rebecca Hayden. I am not the victim part of me. The victim part is a part of me that keeps me safe. And this really looks like getting to know your subconscious. Now, we all take our biggest imprints on from the ages of zero to seven, up to the ages of 14 at a push and to be honest through adult life if you've had something quite traumatic big t trauma happen to you we can still take things on on our subconscious day in day out but we are more absorbent we are more like little sponges when we are from the ages of zero to seven because we are um program we're we're living from the subconscious mind couldn't get my words out so we are behaving and feeling and thinking and absorbing everything in from the theta brainwave state which means that we are fully in the subconscious we are consciously in the subconscious as as children so getting to know my victim was a huge part of me being able to move out of it because there was a reason why it was showing up and like I said parts of you if you've ever done any part work I do it with my clients kind of having a look at the different parts of us and there's lots of parts that supports other parts you know we've got the worry part the stress part the I'm not good enough part the you know there's lots of different parts that show up within our behavior within our thoughts within our feelings within our subconscious that have kept us safe during a time in our life so really getting to know the victim now I will tell you a little bit about my story my victim kept going back to the ages of three to four years old and pretty much every time I do the work around the victim it goes back to the ages of three and four now ironically my brother was born when I was four years old and I freaking love my brother. He's actually part of my team now. I we have the most incredible relationship. We had the most incredible relationship growing up. We were one of the very few brothers and sisters that <laughs> didn't do the didn't fight, didn't shout. We we really got on and we really get on now. I really see him as a very very good friend of mine. And it's weird and it was like so detaching for me to understand that like, wow, I took my, this victim mentality on when my brother was born and I kept going back to this one particular memory where we had like a party because, you know, kind of all come and meet the the newborn and I remember sitting on the step of my garden and I have this like very very clear image of me sitting on the step now I was four years old so this must have been very ingrained and at that time I took on a belief that was quote-unquote bullshit you know that my mom and dad loved me to death like everyone loved me I was not left out I wasn't second best we were equal everything that they did and the behaviors around that didn't plan out didn't play out as what I saw it as a four-year-old and actually what happened is I believed that I was now not worthy not good enough all of those victim 
you know, those victim thoughts that you can take on. I started to take that on at the age of four, sitting on that little step. And ironically, I found a photo album um, in my garage the other day where I was sitting on that exact step. And I had a little conversation with that photo because it's such a powerful, powerful moment in my life where I took on a belief that does not serve me anymore. And to be honest, it didn't serve me back then because it was what I saw and what I kind of took on from around me. And I think it was genuinely because I'd gone outside to sit on the step and everyone was inside. And I remember my cousin coming over and and talking to me and I took on a belief at that point. No one had done anything. No one's behavior showed that I was not good enough. You know, I got a lot of presents actually when my brother was born. So it was, it's, it's so funny, like having a look back and actually going, wow, I took on this belief when I was four years old. And actually I have carried that through my whole adult life for absolutely no reason, because that wasn't the truth. That was what I took on. That was what I perceived to be. And it was really looking at my wounded inner child and actually really getting to know what she needed, you know, what do you need right now, honey? Like, what do you need? Talk to me. What are you protecting me from? You know, what do you need to, to really allow me to move through this? How can you come with me? And actually really finding the root. Now that might have spurred or sparked something within you (laughs) that you can go back to, but really getting to know your victim not even from where it was, you know, not even from where it began. And that's where I come in with my one-to-one sessions when I really help my clients with the belief shifting process that I do to get through that, get over that. That's exactly what I did for myself. But actually to understand what behaviors happen around the victim. So this is kind of like in adult life now. So there's the getting to know the victim of where you took it on, what was trying to keep you safe, what were the feelings behind it, what were they protecting you from, what was the story that you took on at the time, that's one part of it. The other part is actually really understanding what behaviors happen, what feelings, what thoughts, what triggers you into being the victim. So a lot of my triggers were comparison. And I think I've spoken about this on a podcast a while back, actually, um, is that I used to kind of scroll through Instagram. This was probably 2020. I used to scroll through Instagram, seeking out the coaches or the business owners who were doing really well to make myself feel worse because then I got to stay in the victim. And actually when I was in victim mode, I got more attention. So my secondary gain what we call a secondary gain, like what am I getting from doing the behavior that I'm doing? Because if I wasn't getting anything, I wouldn't be doing the behavior. What am I getting as a secondary gain to being the victim? The first thing was attention. And actually I couldn't see in my head that if I was to get out of victim and be this higher self, I would still receive attention, but in a way that is so much more powerful for me, for the person giving it, for the people around me. And actually I couldn't match that together. It was like, well, if I'm not victim, then I'm not in the limelight. That was what the equation was for me. So actually looking at your victim and going, okay, what do I get from playing that? Do I get attention? Do I get the, oh, like, it's going to be okay. Like, it's all going to be okay. Do I get the, like, do I get love? You know, that's that's a form of, of someone showing you that I've got you. It's fine. It's going to be okay. Like, am I getting the love? What else am I getting from playing the victim? I'm really getting clear on what that is because what we can do then is we can really start 
to find it somewhere else that is more beneficial for you because having either whether it's attention or love and then actually rewiring that back down to why you want the attention or where the lack of attention or where are you not giving yourself the attention where are you not giving yourself the love that's when we can start to really really shift out of victim so have a look at your behaviors when you know that you're in it when you know that you're in victim and I think that's a very very huge first step is the awareness of playing the victim I think a lot of people go through life not ever knowing that they're playing the victim so they keep staying in staying in the same place staying in the same place going around in circles so I think like for you to have the awareness that victim the victim mentality is getting in your way right now fucking huge huge incredible first step because you are being brave enough to go you know what yeah I am acting like the victim right now and I don't want to be like, I don't want to live my life in victim. Yes, it feels safe and yes, it feels comfortable. And yes, quite frankly, sometimes it feels delicious, but you know, that's not where the magic happens. When we sit in that victim, we have that really low energy, those low vibrations. And and all I see for me is that kind of like shoulders hunched over, kind of really heavy feeling in my chest going down to kind of the root chakra, that pulling down. Nothing ever is going to happen in victim. Nothing good is going to come from playing that. And, but we believe that it is because of the subconscious programming that happened when we were from the ages of zero to seven at a push 14. So really start to get to know your victim. This is going to be the biggest, biggest step for you. If something is like clicking for you right now, if you've got a bit of a fire in your belly or you're like, holy shit, this is starting to make sense. I want you to go and spend some time, you know, have a look where, where did that come in? When did I take that belief on? What is the belief behind victim? Is it the I'm not good enough? Is it the it's never going to happen for me? Is it the I'm always second best? Is it, you know, what is it behind the victim that keeps showing up and really starting to question those beliefs? Question the stories that you take, that you took on. Just like I said, I took it on at the ages, (laughs) the age of four. And another couple of things that I've done is, is the age of three. So, you know, all of that around that, encompassing that and actually looking, okay, this is where I took it on. I was on that step. This is how I was feeling. Actually, what part of me, you know, really getting to know your parts. If you want help with this, please reach out. I have a three and a six month one-to-one mentorship. It does cover the strategy, but we really look at the mindset behind you stepping into this. And a lot of the time it's victim mentality that gets in your way of taking the action in your business. So really having a look, what is the lim- what's the biggest limiting belief your inner child witnessed? what have you witnessed? Is it shame? Is it judgment? Is it rejection? You know, what is it around that? Really sit with those feelings of your inner child. Really get them and let them to know that you are freaking safe now. Tell them what you know now, just like I had to tell the little Becky on that step, what I know now, what I know to be true, how much my family loved me, how much my brother loved me, how much that that was not true that story was not true so I know I've gone on a lot about getting to know your victim but it truly is the key to opening the door to to stepping out of it and like I said right at the beginning there is times where I find myself falling back into it especially if I'm tired if I'm overwhelmed because that it's easy 
you know, when we're tired or when we're overwhelmed, we go back to old programs because they're easy. They're really hardwired, that really well-trodden path. And actually being able to pull yourself back out again, that's, like I said, where the magic happens because you start to get to know yourself on a completely fucking new level. It really is the most powerful thing you will do. And like I said, if you don't want to do it alone, get into the DMs on Instagram. Let's do it together because this truly started to unlock things for me in my business. And it wasn't just getting out of victim it was what it allowed me to do it allowed me to embody it allowed me to see my talents it allowed me to be confident it allowed me to bring in more incredible clients and it really was the key it really was the key so moving on what I what did I do next so I've had a look at the victim I've had a look at where I took that on I've had a look at the subconscious beliefs I've had a look at what that part's protecting me from I've had a look at what behaviors and what thoughts and feelings are around when I play victim or when I was in victim, you know, way back in 2020 and beyond throughout my whole performing arts career. Now what I've got to do is I've got to start to get to know a new version of me because what was happening is victim was so hardwired that it was my identity. Victim was an identity for me. So when I started to get rid of victim fucking hell I was like well who am I (laughs) who am I without the moaning who am I without the feeling not good enough who am I without not feeling without with uh, being second best who am I without all of those things I didn't know her I did not know her because I've never allowed myself to give myself a chance to really step into that I never allowed that to happen. So actually what I needed to start doing is really getting to know that higher version of me. You know how much I speak about higher self. I mean, quite frankly, the podcast names after it. So there's a lots of podcasts reflecting back to how to get to know your higher self. I'll link a few in the show notes if you want to go back to that. If you haven't done any work on that, I suggest to start there. But when you look at stepping into a new identity, we really need to know what that feels like, what that looks like, and really see to believe and show your subconscious mind it is possible. You know how I was talking about in lots of the money podcasts, how we need to show our subconscious mind how we would handle these things. It's very similar. How would I handle being in this fucking powerful energy? And there was quite a while where I had to do a lot of work because my higher self almost felt too powerful for me to step into. It was almost like, wow, okay, well, if I've got all my shit together, if my business is doing well, if I've got a great relationship, if I've got, you know, finance flowing, if I've got all of these things, like, wow, that's too powerful for me. And I had to do work around that. Again, you can hear that little victim voice coming in, can't you? So really having a look at modeling. Now, modeling can be two things. It could be modeling your higher self. We can see her in your visions. We can see her, you know, in that projection going forwards or you can model other people that you've seen do it so is there anyone in the industry right now who you see really embodying and embracing what you want for your life maybe you follow someone who goes traveling all the time maybe you follow someone who 
has this incredible evergreen funnel where people are literally funneling in and buying all the time. You know, where are you and what do you want your business to look like slash what do you want your life to look like? And is there anyone that you can model towards that? Now, modeling is a technique that we use in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which is one of the techniques that I use in my coaching um, space. I'm a, I'm a master practitioner at it. So it really is very, very useful because neuro is your neural pathways of really having a look at your brain and kind of the the subconscious beliefs and the subconscious reprogramming around that language linguistics the language that you use how you're saying things I'm continuously listening to my client's language whether you know it or not now you know it (laughs) but I really listen to their language and then coach them through what language they're giving me and then programming so we really get into the neuro the neural pathways change your language and then program to a better state that's what we do with with NLP and one of the techniques in NLP is modeling now you have done modeling your whole life who were you when you played the Spice Girls with your friends? <laughs> now, if that doesn't resonate with you, think of one of the other things that you used to play with your friends. But I was always Baby Spice. I modeled her to death. I knew exactly what she looked like, how she moved, how she sung. I would watch videos of her because I really liked Baby Spice. I loved being Baby Spice. And actually, I modeled becoming Baby Spice. And that's exactly what happened in my childhood. We are forever, ever modeling in our childhood growing up. And whether that's modeling your parents, you know, a lot of the times we take on behaviors or habits or beliefs of our parents because we are modeling them like I said ages of zero to seven we don't have that analytical mind so we're fully in the subconscious we are modeling we are seeing oh wow that's how the world should be that's how the world that's how they think of that so therefore I'll think of it too so there's modeling in that sense however when we're grown up and we understand and we have the analytical mind and we can take on what we do or don't want who can you model So when I was getting out of the victim and I was getting into that higher self, getting into that multi six figure business owner, you know, identity that I really wanted to step into the, the woman who believed in herself, that trusted herself, that really was so strong in what she did and how she did it and the confidence, everything like that. I had to have a look elsewhere because right now that felt really fucking weird to my subconscious. And actually, because I'd never experienced that, this is what happens all the time in my clients, because I'd never experienced that, my subconscious was like, well, I can't see this happening. (laughs) I can't see how this is going to happen. So we have to see to believe. So really start to have a look who is in your environment and make sure that you're kind of only following the people who you do want to model. If anyone is triggering you right now, yes, look into the trigger, but have a look on your Instagram. Is your Instagram filled with people who you are like, fuck yes, I could have that. Yes, okay, she makes me feel uncomfortable because that is a really fucking good life and I want that, but by God, I'm gonna put my big girl pants on and go and do it. Have a look, you see to believe and show your subconscious mind it's possible. Like I said, you can do that through the beliefs that we've already done. It has to start at the beliefs. It has to start at the subconscious because we need the subconscious and the beliefs around the subconscious to really support us to then go and do the modeling, you know, to really see this because we don't want to be looking at people and going, wait, hang on. Um, 
like I that's just never going to happen for me again that's a victim thought so we need to go back have a look at the thoughts have a look at the thoughts have a look at the thoughts and and your thoughts are coming from your subconscious programming so it all links back to the subconscious you know how much I say this you know how much I talk about it but pick a couple of people whether it's you know I modeled Karen Brady for a very long time the way she is the how the confidence the way she walks the, the the things that she's done by god incredible you know who can you model I have a few coaches uh, slash business owners at the moment who I model I really sit down and go okay they've got the life that's gonna, that's showing me what's possible what do I need to do what aligned action do I need to take what beliefs do I need to have how do I need to reprogram my subconscious to support me getting there because that is building that new identity which brings me on to my last thing um which is new identity building you know the the building a new neural pathway it feels scary and it's actually really fucking tiring and this is why having my clients in Foxer where they can check in with me at all times is the most powerful bit because we can do the subconscious reprogramming in session and then as soon as you get to the the big wide world and you are in your norm and you're doing the normal things that's where the kind of old neural pathways can come back in because like I said it's easy whereas now okay, we're making this new identity. I'm stepping into this higher version of me, but that feels scary. And it's really tiring because I keep having to think about it. We go through four stages of learning when we're taking anything new on. And actually when you're in the kind of new neural pathway, when you're stepping into that new identity, you are in what we call conscious competence, which means that you have to think about the things you're doing we don't like to think that much about the things we're doing. We like to be in the subconscious. So you need to make it kind of as easy as possible. I said this on my um, Sunday Scaries email uh, a couple of weeks ago. You know, it's setting yourself up for success. If you're not on my email list, please DM me your email and I will pop you on there. I have a Sunday Scaries that goes out, which is my breakdown of what's happened in the week. I kind of journal what what I went through and how I did it as a multi six figure business owner and share, you know, some client wins, etc. It's a really beautiful email. And then I obviously share the, the podcast on a Tuesday as well. So let me know if you want to jump in. However, when we're building that new neural pathway, we need to set ourselves up for success because it is going to feel scary and it is going to feel tiring. So actually doubling down on your joy, doubling down on your boundaries by freaking God, did I have to work on my boundaries when I was moving out of the victim because a lot of victim was held in the people pleasing. And actually that meant no boundaries for me, (laughs) no boundaries for Beck. So I did a lot of work around boundaries. I still do a lot of work about around boundaries now, especially as I grow and grow and grow with the business, you know, more boundaries have to come in to support myself and actually really kind of giving yourself grace around building the identity because it is going to be hard. Like it is going to feel scary and it is going to be tiring. And I don't want to preface that as you go into this, like fucking hell, this is going to be a slog. Is this the best thing I've ever done? But I don't want to sugarcoat it and say like, oh, I moved out the victim because I found the subconscious belief. I reprogrammed it and boom, I'm never the victim again. Like it just doesn't happen like that. And I'm not here for that. You know that, you know that if you followed me for long enough that I I tell the truth and really, tell the truth around the subconscious because yes we can reprogram things very quickly but the habitual reprogramming takes a while 
So when you're building that new identity, what can you have around you that's really going to enhance the things that you're taking on? Is it a change in your slippers? Is it a change in your pajamas? These are a couple of things that my clients have done. Is it putting up post-it notes? Is it having an alarm on your phone? Is it sitting down and going, oh, okay, that's just triggered me. Okay, what am I going to do with that trigger? Why has that trigger come up? What's the beliefs behind it? What's the feelings, etc.? Like really, really embedding that into your reality, really, really getting into that. So if you've identified as the victim, I want you to know that I have two. I have two. And if you are ready to move through it, I want you to start with these three points. Getting to know your victim, going back to where it was that you took it on, um, really understanding that, understanding what behaviors and thoughts and feelings show up now so you can be aware and start to move out of it quicker, quicker. Number two, getting to know that new identity. You can't go from victim mentality to like, oh, well, okay, well, who the fuck am I? Just like I said, so really modeling, seeing it to believe it, show your subconscious it's possible for you to be something other than the victim part. What part are you going to step into now? And then three is identity building, building that new, new, building that new neural pathway, really stepping into that, really being that, embracing that, feeling that, but you can only do that. And I will preface this time and time again. The be as if, feel as if, act as if, those three sayings that I use only happen if you've done the subconscious reprogramming to support that. Because otherwise it's just like an affirmation where you say it and say it and say it till you're blue in the face, but your subconscious doesn't believe it and you and never, nothing ever changes. You have to do the subconscious reprogramming work first. So I hope this has helped. I have been on an absolute um, roll with this one. I can't believe I've done 30 minutes and it's literally just rolled off my tongue because I'm so passionate about you not staying in the victim any longer because I was passionate about me not staying in the victim any longer. So if you need help on this, if this has resonated, please come into the DMs. Let's have a little chat on how we can work together or just go and do those three steps you don't need me. Go and do those three steps. And if you are through those three steps and it's still showing up, then come back and we can have a chat. I hope you have the best, best day. What would your higher self choose to do after you finish listening to this podcast? Love ya. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.